Hello, and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. Uh, this is a show, Observe and Report. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Simmons. I say across from me as always, Jack Smith. Hello. And this is the show where we tell you about things that we've seen and how we feel about them. And hopefully you feel the same way too. Or if you don't, that's cool too. That's also fine. It's also real chill of you to not care the same way that we do. But anyway, we've seen some things since we've last seen each other. Um, I've seen a little bit. Uh, you've seen a little bit. I I had last week off, so I've seen a lot of it. <laughs> My goal was watch a bunch of shit. That is a great vacation goal. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, let's let's start it off. So what 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 are you what are you even watching? <laughs> Jason. <laughs> so, I th- I forgot to even write it down. But there's no need. I remember it. Upon your recommendation, Mm -hmm. it was me, uh, my life partner, Megan Brooks. We rented a little Airbnb a couple hours away. Mm -hmm. Like a couple of basic bees, we bought a lot of ice cream. We were only there for three days, and we got... Four pints and one half gallon of ice cream. I love the idea that some people will go on, like, you know, a cabin vacation, stuff like that, like, or we'll stop at the liquor store, or I get the white wine. Oh, there was the- zero booze, Jason. <laughs> zero and booze. And I love that your version, you are making version of this is like, get the ice cream. We got three, the three pints of ice cream, one half gallon of ice cream, and then, because we were taste testing. I need brands, I need names. What, 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 Stewart's you ice cream? Stewart's, that is, that sounds very. Fancy and unique and like very much rustic. Yeah. I had never heard of it. She was into it. I was like, cool. Okay. So it was four ice creams and one sherbet. Ooh. Sherbet? To, to, to refresh the palate. And let me tell you between something. Between ice cream. It was. It was delightful. Okay. So we were trying three different coffee ice creams Ooh. and a uh, chocolate peanut butter. Classic. Mm-hmm. Delicious. They Coffee were, and chocolate peanut butter sounds great together. They were. Okay. Um, you know how I am on coffee, so I was stoked. Welcome to Taste and Tell. This is the show <laughs> we tell you about things we've tasted. <laughs> um, it was great. I recommend it to everybody. Um, and we watched Fuckboy Island. Yeah! <laughs> F-boy Island. Jason, ooh, ooh, we watched... Ooh. All of it. <laughs> the first night we were like, yo, you, we were just paused and kind of looked at each other and like, what do you want to do? Like, I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> you know what you want to do. And Megan was like, is it too early to suggest <laughs> we watch F-Boy Island? I was like, madam, tis not. Because I was telling her in the car right up all about it, uh-huh. what you had said. Mm-hmm. And just like gave her the like highlights yeah. or like top line summary. And I knew she'd be into it and i knew that i alone would not be into it but watching with her i'd be into it yeah this you got to take the journey together yes you can't do this alone and a journey we did (laughs) if you're gonna do hard drugs need someone with you yes (laughs) this is hardcore reality drugs (laughs) and um it was a delight (laughs) we were you enjoyed it Angry and yeah. heartbroken so that, that Sarah out. did not. Spoiler alert: 
Sarah did not pick Josh. Am I right? <laughs> Josh was a fucking angel uh, he was who so I would nice. literally marry tomorrow if he proposed to me. He was down to they earth. They looked great as a couple together. He was thoughtful. He was funny. Conversation flowed so easily. Mm-hmm. They both were very comfortable with each other. Instead, she jo- chose a guy who had rape face, mm-hmm. Garrett. Garrett sucks. Garrett was like, if I found out like truly that he was like a sociopath who beat up women, I'd be like, of course yeah, he is. That makes sense. I, I feel like I'm going to see him in the news later on yeah, for, for bad getting things. drunk and like domestic abuse charges yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, or fraud. Yeah. Probably both. I could absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. And then he just like gets drunk in his boat and crashes it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I fully realize this is also a reality show. So much of it is scripted. So even if, so he might be perfectly fine just playing a role. Right. In which case, he played it too well. Because, <laughs> like, ooh. A little true to life here. A little yeah. method acting. Uh, yeah. So um, I we were also so fucking mad um, that, because there's two Jareds. OG Jared and <laughs> New, Jared, New Jared. OG Jared and New Jared. Mm-hmm. I hate OG Jared so OG much. OG Jared is also a piece of shit who never learns his lesson. He's like a who, 12-year-old in a man's body. It's who weird. does not deserve Nakia? What was her name? Nakia, right? yeah. Nakia, Sarah, who's the other one? CJ. CJ. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the three ladies. And uh, CJ is the only one who made the right call by going by choosing new jared yeah who is so handsome <laughs> Ooh, new jared. i found it weird that new jared was like a nice guy despite him like stirring a lot of he shit started, <laughs> yeah he started out real obnoxious mm-hmm. and stirring up shit and you're like i and like part of me is like are you a fucking boy but mm-hmm. you come around to him because he's really nice with when he's with her he is really nice but when he's it makes me her. wonder like but when you're not around her are you a piece of shit it does bring the know. question up. Like, are you pissed to everyone but her? Yeah. Doesn't make you a that nice guy. Yeah, no, that's icky. <laughs> um, so it was. Uh, it was. Incredible. <laughs> it was really right. How did you feel about Limbro, like the uh, island of like the <laughs> discarded but Because when whoever the first guy is, I don't remember. His He's name. the best. <laughs> when he got there, I remember you being like. When another guy comes, he's like, hey, and here's my bed. And he's just like, yeah, that's how it was. And like, you know, at night they're going back to a hotel or whatever. But I'm sure during the day they were hanging out there for at least a couple hours a day just doing fuck all. Um, (laughs) Building sand women. Oh, my God. Yes. That was so weird. Um, But it was so stupid and so enjoyable Mm -hmm. and exactly the kind of brain garbage that or like brain junk food that mm-hmm. I was looking for. And it was a fun journey with Megan. Cause we were both just like, by the end we were sitting on the couch, we were just like holding each other's hands. <laughs> we were yes. holding hands waiting to f- see if the biggest one was, um, they're all big, but particularly Sarah choosing Josh or Garrett. Cause it was so clear mm. who she should pick. And, but you knew she was going to go for that fuckhead. It's so interesting because, like, her personality wasn't, like, the biggest on the show at all. I agree. But, like, her decision was the most interesting and, yes. like, 
full of drama. It was purely that she thought he was cute. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, Sarah, you like, sweet dummy. Which also, I appreciate, like, none of these women are dumb. They're no. actually quite smart, mm-hmm. and I love that they weren't pitted against each other. They were very They're, much in support of each yeah, other. Yeah, so supportive and very thoughtful. Um, and, like, they called guys out on their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, like, we're seeing so much more, both more and less than they are mm-hmm. in certain ways. Um, but I really... It was, it was a very interesting psychological and sociological look at <laughs> horny men and women. For sure, for it sure. Was like, great. what do you want? You want like a good time, and you want something that's going to like mean something. Yeah, it was interesting. Like, is Josh? I, I, he struck me as interesting enough, but like. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you want flashy, but you also you don't trust flashy. So like, what do you, what are you doing? <laughs> there was hand holding because I was like Megan, and we were like, oh my god, it this was is great. A roller coaster. <laughs> it was. It really was. Um, especially because some guys start off so strong, and others just kind of like you... slowly show up. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. there are some guys. Three episodes in, we're like, who's this exactly. guy? Guys got kicked off that I didn't even know Yo, existed. <laughs> there was an Asian guy. Yes. I, who never? He spoke yes. twice. It's like I wonder what this guy's about. Like, he, like I, I didn't like. He would pop up like once an episode. You just see his face. They just flash it. Kevin open, or something like, like that was his yes, name? Kevin. Yeah, and we were like, what is Kevin's deal? Like, yo? What's he about? Like he seems like a handsome dude. Like <laughs> he he said like two sentences mm-hmm. at the final like judgment before the girls chose, and we were like, Kevin spoke. <laughs> like we're very excited. <laughs> But I just, it was craziness, and like, it was fun. These are all shows that are absolutely made in editing, and I just wonder if oh, he had, yes. like, a huge amount of storyline that just he got, like, thrown the in the trash. He might be the laureate of the United States, <laughs> and we would just never know, because an editor was like, I'm not feeling well, Kevin. I'm not feeling Kevin. Like, His storyline is not strong enough. God. Uh, one thing I was pointing out to me about my girlfriend is, like, I, we were, I was wondering, like, where are the guys' microphones? And she was, no, The necklace. The necklace. I didn't know that. Me neither. Megan immediately pointed out, I was like, Megan, <laughs> those beads like i was, like, I was like so smart i noticed when they all came to the island i was like why are they all wearing matching necklaces <laughs> like, like i immediately was up. like what and then megan was like oh microphones i was like oh blew my mind. i just thought they made them wear matching necklaces as someone that's worked with microphones for years it's never like imagine like yeah that's a wireless microphone it was that's genius like, that's so smart that's so smart it's perfect <laughs> are they probably rechargeable put them like a little yeah. case like it'll be fine um and like looking at the outfits were great the girls were always in crazy dresses and the guys could only bring could only wear what they packed so mm-hmm. you just see their outfits and like what they chose at like certain pivotal times was like you're choosing this outfit. I hated how OG Jared dressed. Yo, yes, it thank was you. <laughs> it was awful. I couldn't, and he was also okay. I know the irony of this because I've just been yelling into this microphone about <laughs> this show for the last three hours. But <laughs> he's also in his like talking heads. He was always like half yelling. He was so loud, right? And he was just like Jared. He <laughs> was amazingly loud. Fucking relax. Turn it. Down, Holy dude. shit, you are at a 10. I need you to bring it down to like a 6. <laughs> like, he was ridiculous. Also, did you notice And at one point 
and he's about to go like make out with uh, Nakia. Mm-hmm. They flash, they see it, and then they pan off real quick and change the camera angle because he was going up the stairs with a boner. Oh, <laughs> I was like, make it was that a boner? <laughs> And then she was like, I missed it. And then he got upstairs and like that God bless the camera person because they were trying to like not get it, but also a little bit get it. And I was like, look, it totally is. And we're like, what? So, yeah. Oh, God. This is why, again, I say I feel like he's like two 12-year-olds dressed up in like a 24-year-old man's suit. Certainly that was his personality mm-hmm. like he was just so shitty and like just kept walking into the same walls over and over like <laughs> and she gave him so many chances and we kept on being like yes Nikki. like she said everything that we would want her to say of, like mm-hmm. no like fuck you like you keep doing this it's ridiculous like just be honest and every time she'd like take him back and i want to be like he's not even that cute like, like are you kidding i don't me? know what she was latching on to there. Like, <laughs> at least some of those guys are really handsome like i could understand if he was like the really handsome one but he's not there's a lot of like head scarves happening with him that were just yes that's right <laughs> he was always had neck wear he always had like a scarf three ah, necklaces very milly vanilli his look Oh my god, Jason, yes. It was like he was there was some flowy shirts, I believe. Yeah. Like he was dressing for a different show. <laughs> like he took like resort wear to like a different level. And his outfits were terrible. And like all the other guys a lot of the guys dressed really nicely. But yeah. like the best guys, OG Jared. Or no, uh new Jared. <laughs> New Jared did dress New very Jared well. Had great he suits. showed up in a suit to like the final like, Josh choice. Josh had great outfits. Josh showed up in a suit they to the final round. They dressed like men. Mm-hmm. Garrett, I'm pretty sure, had a polo shirt he on. He looked And khakis. And I was like, look how fucking <laughs> underdressed you are. Like, he did not care. Oh, my God. You fucking frat boy. Oh, I was just so livid. Um, but I did appreciate. I was surprised by how diverse... It really is. The cast was like, wow. A big diverse cast. I, of the 24 guys, I, I think at least half of them were black guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never see this on reality shows. I mean, I never watch them, but I feel like it's often the same. Same here. Same like, white guys <laughs> that they all kind of look the same yeah, to me. Yeah. Very much like the Bachelorette. Yes. Like, look. So I was like, wow, that's nice. Cool. No. Yeah. yeah. So that was a nice surprise, too. Like, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I imagine you'll get another season. Uh, probably like early next year. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> like, um, I will plan another trip with Megan just to watch it. <laughs> we have to be away from society to yes, enjoy this for three days. <laughs> we don't want to be persecuted. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like uh, they made the show super quick. Like they released it in August. They made it in March. Oh shit! So it's like I imagine another season would come very quickly as the reception to this has been very strong. Oh, I'm sure they will just fart out seasons left, oh, right, yeah. and center. They they found uh, a hit here. I wonder if they'll switch it up to three dudes. Interesting. Interesting. F girl island. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's the whole thing is F boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but nonetheless, it was a great recommendation. It brought us a lot of joy <laughs> and a little bit of heartache. Aww. Um. But so thank you. That was wonderful. I'm very happy you watched it. Though. Yeah. I'm very happy. Um. Uh, I... One thing that I watched last week mm-hmm. 
was uh, a little movie from 1994. Uh, Interesting. This movie, directed by Rob Reiner. Okay. Uh, starring Bruce Willis, Jason Alexander, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, uh, and Elijah Wood in <sighs> North. Uh, North is... I feel like I, someone mentioned this movie recently. <laughs> okay, tell me everything. North is like probably one of those forgotten films, uh, children's films like in the, the mid-90s. Oh, uh, it's a children's film. Yes. Okay. It's like for children and for their parents. Of like course, It's yeah. certainly like... It got lost in the shuffle between things like, you know, your Little Giants or your uh, Matildas. Like I loved both of those. But the thing is, like, it's not as good as any of those. Uh, <laughs> it's based on a book. The Big Green? Was that one? Month? That's another sports one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this wasn't sports-based at all, really. Um, it's just about a kid who wants to find the best match of parents that he could possibly find. Uh, is he, like, an orphan? Or no, he has parents. His parents are played by Julie Louis-Dreyfus. And uh, Jason Alexander. <laughs> this is wild Seinfeld is happening. Oh, which weird. is like so interesting, and it's like these seem like great and also terrible parents. In also, the film. I just feel like that's lazy casting. A little bit, like, <laughs> oh look, they have chemistry already. Why not just put them in this movie? Like, the movie cost forty-four million dollars to make, and Rob Reiner like spent every penny on it. <laughs> it's like this could just be a set. Why are we actually in Hawaii? Oh shit! <laughs> like, this could just be a set. Why are we actually in Alaska? <laughs> like, they spent every single cent of money on this movie. Wow. Um, but the main premise is Elijah Wood is a kid uh, who uh, lives in in New Jersey, like, mm-hmm. with his two parents. And he's excellent at everything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's great at sports. Like, he's a great student. Like, you know. Oh, he's a real Jack friend. Smith? Real Jack Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he's fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, all the neighborhood parents love him. Like, all the kids are like, yeah, North's pretty cool. But also, like. Oh, his name is North. His name is North. Okay. Um, and ultimately, he, a friend of his gets in his head. It's like, your parents appreciate you, North. Don't you think you could do Oh, my God. And, like, because, like, uh, he then gets the idea and says, like, maybe I should, like, chat myself around and see what the best option is out there. This is so weird. It is weird. It's a very weird movie. This is not a movie that would be made these days. No. But he goes around the country to, like, meet various parents. Around the country? Yeah. How? Uh, His friend becomes, like, is this very smart kid, Mm -hmm. I guess, and he's able to finagle things to get a judge to enact a uh, time period for North to find the best suit for himself. Okay, so this is just insanity. It's absolute insanity. Okay. Like, kids are running the asylum. (laughs) How old is he in this? He's like 12 um, in this, 12, 13. Okay. But yeah, he bounces around the country. Uh, He goes to Texas and meets Reba McIntyre and uh, (laughs) Dan Aykroyd. And they not playing herself. Not playing herself. Okay, because that'd be great if he was like, "Hey, Reba, <laughs> you want to adopt me?" Uh, they play like Texas oil moguls or whatever. I um, love it. Bruce Willis shows up consistently in all of these different scenarios as like his conscience, sort of weird. Um, yeah, like the first, he first sees him in a mall dressed as the Easter Bunny, and then he sees him on the ranch, like you know, dressed as like a cowboy. But he's what did Bruce Willis get caught doing that made him <laughs> take this role? This is not what. Uh, whatever, like, last little bit of soul Bruce Willis had, I think, got sacrificed for this movie. This when was is... Die Hard made? It, Die Hard was 89. Okay, so, yeah, no. <laughs> he was already, like, a, he was Bruce Willis he, already at he, this point. He had a weird contract and he got <laughs> caught with his pants down somewhere. But I think Rob Brown is, like, a really nice dude. I think that, like, everyone just, like, got on board with him. Like, he's a fun guy. He's sure a was fun great enough to director. Yeah. It was a fun movie to make. But it's just very surprising. Like, they really did put a lot of money into this. And you see it at every 
turn. It's like you got big names all across yeah. the board. Like you have, you're going to location for everything. We're in New York. We're in Texas. We're Holy in shit. Hawaii. We're in Alaska. Like we are really doing this up. Scarlett Johansson, this is her first film role. Aww. She's in this. Uh, he, She is a part of the family that North is like, man, this could be cool. I could like, you know, really settle down with this family but ultimately he realized like his parents are the best fit for him his friends trying to manipulate manipulate the situation so like so that he can make this like a franchise kind of thing okay, where he so runs his friend is a weird yeah tycoon stuck in a little boy's body yes 100 <laughs> percent. okay nail on the head <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah north is a weird movie um, but it is a weird thing of just like, yeah, the 90s were a fun time for children's films. They really went for it. Like, you really go for it, just really like do whatever, throw it against the wall, and someone will come and see it. I don't think it made it much of its budget. I back. was going to say. <laughs> um, but beloved for sure by some people. Wow. <laughs> I enjoyed my time with it. <laughs> <laughs> what made you watch it? Uh, my girlfriend really wanted to see it. Uh, we she had seen it. She watched all the time uh, growing up, oh, and I was okay. like, "All right." Just a, it was a nostalgia, nostalgia watch. trip. Okay. I had seen it like once when I was a kid. I remember like there were a lot of people in this movie, and there are certainly a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> what what else have you been getting into? I finished the Bad Batch. Oh, okay. How how do you feel about the conclusion of this first season of this new series? It was so great. Okay. Um, it ends on like uh, kind of a cliffhanger. Um, it has a good mix of like the problem of the week, but also like this overarching backstory. The premise of the show, I know I talked about it before. The premise of the show is it's this group of uh, five clones from, uh, it's Star Wars, five clones that uh, are uh, technically defective, but they each have a special skill as they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, tech, Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Crosshair. Um, and they're very fun. And so once um, everything kind of devolves and they're no longer with the Jedi, it's just kind of their separate adventures. Um, uh, Jason, this has what I love, which is animated water. <laughs> I was like, look at all this water. It's always a hallmark of like something animated where it's like you got good water, you got good fire, you're they in a good place. Great water, great space. Mm-hmm. Um, I legit cried at the finale because oh, wow. of a robot. Because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am now. <laughs> um, and it's mostly themes of like family and like what leadership looks like and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, there were water creatures. It had water. It had monsters. It had water monsters. It was checking all the boxes, Jason. I okay. fucking loved it. That's so. Without spoiling, I guess it's yes. something that I intend to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want you to because I don't have enough people to talk to about it. <laughs> Do you feel as if it leads? Does it? Well, well, does it end on a cliffhanger? Um, it wraps. Yes, but it wraps. It wraps things up, but also sets you up for like, oh, what is what's happening next? Mm-hmm. So it's both satisfying, but also intriguing. Okay, now because of its placement, which is like kind of at the end of the Clone Wars slash like the beginning of like yes. the, the rise of the Empire, yes. sort of. Exactly. Like, do you feel like it's going to kind of like 
tail into other Star Wars things that are like happening concurrently. Yes, there is a character who shows up um, from another Star Wars show mm-hmm. in this as a younger version. Oh, interesting. Of the character, yeah. Okay. Uh, what show, if I might? Rebels. From Rebels. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. That's good. So that was fun. That's nice. Like, so they're, would you say they're more trying to like, integrate the animated things more so than integrating like you know all of star wars like both live action animated stuff yeah okay yeah 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 like this pays off but like, anyone who likes star wars can, like enjoy this show yeah I but think so. you would say it pays off a bit more for someone that like is more of a fan of the animated stuff if you like yeah if you rebels... watched if you watch rebels and clone wars you're just like yes okay give it all to me okay um yeah and this I feel as if there's something else animated coming out from Star Wars in the next few mm. months to a year, but I'm not sure what it is. I can only hope. So I think it will further, like, kind of, like, not separate it. Like, this is the animated universe. This is the live-action universe. But I think just making more of that nice Star Wars soup. It's providing what so often, I mean, there aren't many movies that you can say this about, but... Um, when you're watching the original Star Wars movies and stuff, you're just like, oh, I wonder what else is going on in this world that has been created mm-hmm. when we're not with Luke and Leia. It's like, oh, it's all this. Yeah. This is what's happening. That's a great point. Like, Star Wars isn't just, like, you know, one family working through their shit. Mm-mm. Like, it really is a living galaxy full of, like, different people and things an and situations. universe. Like, yeah. And it's... And because they will... They'll just reference other, like... Like... The general rebellion, of, mm-hmm. you know, and we are, we're all the rebels working. We're, we're just like a faction of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what they're like referring to. Right. Essentially. Like, oh, the rebels are like gather over there and you have like, oh, that's like the main base mm-hmm. for like, the rebels. Like, they talk about my moth. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Like, that's nice. And that really is like the galaxy and like interconnected universe of Star Wars. Like, it's active and alive. Other things are happening in other places. Mm-hmm. Like, the camera, this is what's happening outside the lens mm-hmm. of like, you know, when we're looking at Luke. At some point, it's you know? a perfect balance of the familiar with the new. Mm-hmm. Um, that is great if you haven't watched it, and it's even greater if you have. Okay, so that's that sounds very satisfying. Yes, one of my all-time favorite shows. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't feel ashamed at that. That's great. Just me and a bunch of like thirteen-year-old boys. <laughs> Just really. Uh, that is, I have only one other person I can talk to about it. Hi, John. <laughs> Can't wait to see you so I can talk to you about it. And bad, oh, bad, bad, Yes. Bad. And they, so you know how the clone troopers, like, they're all the same. Yeah. Um, but they just have different haircuts or, like, tattoos or whatever. Mm-hmm. They introduced a new clone, uh, Captain Hauser. Mm-hmm. And they gave him like a Hawkeye haircut, and I was like, "Oh, Hauser! <laughs> He's the oh. same as everybody." But he has a good haircut, and he looks really good. <laughs> and then I was like, "You're a 34 year old woman, woman, who's like recognizing that like if this man was real, he'd be like very attractive." With his haircut. <laughs> Just running your hands oh, through his hair. Yes, because it's like the shaved on the sides, longer on top. Mm-hmm. They're paying attention to what's going on in the world. <laughs> they know what haircuts are popular. I, there are too many shaved heads and stuff. I appreciate mm-hmm. You know I love hair. I don't want an old John Cena. I want a new John Cena with the hair. They gave me new John Cena. <laughs> and I just really appreciate it and felt seen. Oh, and so God. now I'm just, I'm hoping that Captain Hauser comes back because <laughs> I would like to see that. And then I was looking up, because you know how I have all this artwork on my wall. So I was like, oh, I want some 
Bad Batch art, and then I had seen a couple crafty ladies who had made like Captain Hauser specific things. Oh my goodness! Because they know <laughs> this is. I am not alone, Jason. <laughs> I found my people. There's a huge world of fan fiction out my there that awaits you if you want. My <laughs> are lonely female nerds. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. A very niche group. According to the statistics, female nerds are a big part of our fan base. They are. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, thank Ladies, you, female nerds. you know what's up. Check out Captain Hauser. Do a little Googling. <laughs> and thank me later. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I am. I need to catch up. I, I, you know, maybe I don't need to like work through all of Clone Wars. It's probably. It's, I'm sure I can watch this and enjoy it without having seen all of Clone Wars. The only thing you need to know about mm-hmm. you already know what you need to know from Clone Wars. I think mm-hmm. of just like the clones were working with the Jedi. There is this. They have microchips in their heads. And uh, the bad guys were able to turn these microchips on and turn the clones against the Jedi. And so now those clone troopers are now the stormtroopers that we now, or they're about to become the stormtroopers that we all mm-hmm. know. And even that was, like, that was in Clone Wars, yes. But also, like, you know, that was in the movies, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So something that, so that anyone can jump into this. The only you know. thing you really need to know. Okay. And plus they introduce, uh, like, the new character that's with them is a little girl who they made her, I don't know if this is an okay term, they made her very androgynous looking. She's mm-hmm. adorable, but I think they purposely did it so that she's more accessible to boys and girls who mm-hmm. are watching the show. Um, Omega. And she has a little New Zealand accent, and it's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> so it's just like this little girl going on adventures with her brothers because mm-hmm. she's also a clone, and it's great. That's cool. I mean, and also they had a huge first season. Like, it felt like this ran, ran for like maybe 10 weeks. It was 16 episodes. 16. Okay. Yes. I was thrilled so when that's, I Googled that is, and found out. That is more than any other Star Wars show that has come out, like, since like Mandalorian for like a, a season order. Um, I mean, I think Clone Wars had some long seasons. Oh, I mean, sorry. I mean, like in, since in the Disney Plus era oh, of yes. like Star Wars yes, things. Yes, yes. Like more so than Mandalorian, like definitely more so than whatever Boba Fett show was mm-hmm. coming. Like 16 episodes is a hefty amount yes so that's cool it was great a lot of content and there they already said it's like renewed for a second season can't come soon enough <laughs> it was my friday night watch and i loved it that's awesome yeah okay okay so that makes sense like fridays for star wars wednesdays are for marvel because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of marvel i have been watching uh Marvel's What If. Same, buddy. Let's chat. Yeah. Um, you Are you caught up um, as of uh, the, the first two? Yes. Okay. Third one comes out t- today, so I guess we'll go oh, check nice. it out. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm, the premise mm-hmm. of What If, kind of like retelling the stories of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, kind of switching a couple things around, you know, where like what the first episode being, what if Steve Rogers did not become Captain Marvel? What if rather the Super Soldier Serum was given to um, Haley Atwell's character, um, uh, given to Captain Carter, and she becomes the Super Soldier? Um, and it was this sort of fun, like, different version of the first Captain America movie. It was like, it was so much fun to hear so many of the familiar voices from that. Right? Like, I got... love that they brought everyone back, and as the credits at the beginning are like, they show who, like, the voice actors mm-hmm. would be. I'm just like, Nice. They got. I think they got everyone except for Chris Evans. Yeah, I think. I think he. That is one hundred percent done. Of course, because I'm sure they they've got enough right. money to pull him back in. I'm right. sure at some point. But 
generally like he's like I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> but Haley Atwell, Stanley Tucci, um, they didn't get Hugo Weaving, I believe. No, um, they got the other guy from The Walking from Dead Walking who does Dead. all the voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got um, my favorite version of uh, Iron Man's dad. Oh God, Dominic. Dominic. Whatever his name is, Cooper. Dominic Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Who he, I really, because uh. it's never acknowledged. You just kind of go with it. Like he was, he played uh, Iron Man's dad at the Tony Stark's dad at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm assuming there was just like scheduling conflicts or something, so they had to use uh, what's his face from Mad Men. Oh, he's supposed to be like the, the older version of him, basically. Like they didn't. I don't know his why he didn't age him. Facial features are really distorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked Dominic Cooper as his dad. I like the energy that he brings. Like very snappy, very like yeah, 1940s it's very energy. Tony Starkish. Like you are a young Walt Disney, just like yeah. <laughs> at work. Excited. Cigarette um, between your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking, talking real fast. <laughs> um, and um, I. Loved the short-lived show Captain Carter, no Agent Carter, mm-hmm. and he was on that show as a series regular, and he was great. He was, great. He was so fun, so I was thrilled to see him back. Like I loved him in Preacher. I loved that show a bunch, um, and it was fun to see him there. But it's like I don't see him in, in enough things. Me neither. So it was very nice to see him again as uh, Anthony Stark. Um, yeah, it was it was so much fun that first episode. Uh, Wait, it, that's the his animation name? was his great. Name's Anthony Howard Stark. Excuse Howard, me. Okay. Um, Howard Stark. Um, it was so much fun to see him in that role. Uh, it was so much fun to see, you know, the story switched around where mm-hmm. uh, Captain Carter is now the super soldier and uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, doesn't become a super soldier mm-hmm. but becomes a different kind of soldier yeah. and getting, like, you know, the armor and mm-hmm. becoming kind of like the first Iron Man. Yes. Um, and, yeah, just seeing the action in it, seeing, like, the stakes that happen where Hydra resorts to, like, a different kind of magic and her story becomes different, you know? She doesn't get stuck in ice. She gets thrown through a portal through time and comes back to the present day. And it's just, it was a lot of fun. And was that Jeremy Renner they got at the end? Oh, I don't know. As Hawkeye? I feel like they got him. But it was Sam Jackson for sure. I mean, you should know. You're his number one fan. I mean, it sounded like him, but, you know, he's a busy guy. I can't, I'm not always aware of his schedule. He's got a, he's got a big music career. Come on. Oh <laughs> got to get that app back up and running. <laughs> but... As much as I liked the first episode, the second episode Yo, blew me the, the fuck The second away. episode was so... I didn't even write about the first one. It was it was a good intro. Yes. It gets you in this there. This is the premise. It sets it up. You're mm-hmm. like, great, easy peasy. And then you get to the entree. Mm-hmm. And like T'Challa as Star-Lord. It was so good. I, all the characters that went along with him were so good. I need... Jaime Hanzo to do more comedy because he, he was so fucking funny it, and his comedic timing is so good. I'm just like, you need to stop being these lame supporting characters in other movies and like headline a comedy. Truly, you are so fucking good. <laughs> it was great. Like the premise of the second episode is like, you know, what if Yondu and coming to Earth doesn't abduct Peter Quill? Mm-hmm. Uh, he abducts T'Challa from Wakanda, and then what if he becomes Star Lord? And it's fantastic. It is wonderful. It is the best. To me right now, this is my favorite Marvel TV thing, period. I liked it more than any season of Loki, Winter Soldier, WandaVision. This episode, it, to me, trumps all of that. I agree. It was 
compelling. The animation's awesome. Yes. The voice acting was really good. Mm-hmm. It was so different. Um, I loved how... Spoilers for this episode. Absolute spoilers. I loved how fucking beloved he is. Yes. And everywhere, as Peter Quill is never respected by anybody, <laughs> if not just openly disliked by people. Yes. And he, everyone's just like, oh my God, it's, that's like Star-Lord. Yes, he's yay. here. And he has all these friends. Um, I really... I love that Nebula played this yes. huge role. And she was Karen awesome. Gillan was fantastic. Yes. And I was like, oh, A, I want an entire movie of this. B, like, I want them to get together because I really like their partnership. It's one of those things. What, she, what was her nickname for him? Um, oh, I can't remember. Oh, God. It's such an adorable nickname that she it's had for T'Challa. Um, but it made me want, like, God, it sucks that he has passed away it's because I want more of this. Heartbreaking, like, multiple times over like that's all of his contribute contributions to acting like across the board like ah this is so good and it i felt like he was really enjoying himself doing this for sure like you it sounded joyful Mm -hmm. and he was funny and like light and uh, i feel like so many roles that he took were very serious and heavy and like this was like a very just a whole different thing. Like, even for the character of T'Challa, it was fun to see him, like, without the weight of a kingdom yes. on his back. <laughs> yes, he could just kind of be himself. Yeah, be himself, telling jokes, running schemes, yeah. like, you know, and, like, the Ravagers are like, we're the good guys, like, yeah. we help people. <laughs> like it's so sweet. It was wonderful, like, that Ravager crew, like, being led by, like, T'Challa yeah. and just, like, immediately, like, no, we're doing good things now, we're doing good things for people everywhere, and, like, yeah, that is wonderful. I do have one bone to pick. Okay. Which is that uh, T'Challa forgives Yandu mm-hmm. way too easily. Yeah. <laughs> we- like, way too easily for, you know, lying about his family and his home being, like, existing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something that I would need years of therapy to even begin to comprehend like you, you know like, what's funny i because i was enjoying myself so much i had like an air to air grin for like eight minutes straight in the like the first eight what? minutes of the episode i had like an air to air grin for the it first eight great. minutes of the episode but like i believed yandu when he said like wakana got destroyed it's like oh no i thought i did too <laughs> i was like what happened are we gonna find out what happened like oh that sucks like, i bet he's gonna go and like rebuild it at the end so that's right? what he's gonna do that's got that's gotta be what he does <laughs> like because the whole thing that these seeds of regeneration yeah. i thought like well he's gonna like you know revive he, you're gonna wakana. see him walk into there and be and then see like He's going to see the potential of what he can build. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Like, yeah. I... But then, yeah, like, of course, like, this is storytelling. Like, of course, Yandu lied to him, just like he lied to Peter. Yeah. And it's just like, well, okay. All right. He forgave him quickly. We only got 44 minutes, so let's... Which is fine. <laughs> I, like, I get it. Totally fine. But I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I love... And they, they double... They did a double turn because, like... I did not expect to see Thanos show up. I didn't expect Josh Brolin to be playing. Oh my god! I loved yes, and I love that they're just they like teased him about wanting to commit genocide, (laughs) constant lampshading and teasing, and just like and him explaining like no, 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 it wasn't genocide. It was random guys. Like (laughs) no, that's still genocide. Well, let me just let me just explain it to you because okay, so you don't you don't get it. So like that was hilarious. It was so good. I. When I watched the trailer for this show, 
I was like, oh, that looks fun because they showed Captain Carter. They showed this and mm-hmm. a couple others that I can't honestly remember. But I was like, oh, those all seemed fun. Mm-hmm. I did not expect the comedy and bringing in so many characters. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I didn't expect that, but I just didn't expect them to include, you know, 10 characters from, like, in each episode. And it, it really is something because, like, you, you know, like in a movie, you have to truly worry about, like, people's schedules and times and have them yeah. all in the same place physically. But this, like, it's animated. Like, yeah, you can record separately. Like You, you can know, record is, from home if you have to. This is something being done, like, you know, in a studio somewhere by, like, many animators yeah. across the world, perhaps. But it's just like, yeah, it, this this is a great alternative to things in the future if for some reason people can't gather in a place like, yeah. let's say, a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like the change in tone. Mm-hmm. of it all uh, from what we've seen from Marvel stuff recently it's been relatively heavy um, oh, fun yeah. but heavy so this is just like pure fun which is great and because in the comics like what if stories are not always fun oh I'm <laughs> like, sure there'll sometimes be some dark ones they can be grim but I wonder if they'll do that like yeah. they've they I mean the what if series is always like you know Twilight Zone meets the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. and they've been able to like exhibit that unlike an animated like televised front like that's great like this is twilight zone meets marvel and it's fun and it looks really cool it too. really the does style look cool. the art is awesome like when uh t'challa is fighting the collector played by benicia del toro who yes. also shows up again like and you see that cachet of weapons it's like yes. what happened on earth <laughs> is this what happens when black panther isn't there um and for a second i thought he was going to grab like one of the weapons in yeah. there but like it, it it didn't happen but i wish it did for a second um it was certainly exciting and as much as i want to see the next episode i want to see the next episode of that show that's the thing it was so good like uh, what a pilot what a series of pilots that exists now i'm a little concerned that it peaks too early and now now the i'm sure the rest of the episodes will be great Mm -hmm. and entertaining and fun but like maybe they should have saved that for the last one because that was fucking awesome yeah. and it was so much better than i expected right and you know what given the fact that like um you know these are all stories that don't necessarily or seemingly don't interconnect with anything else right like they could have saved it for the last one and that yeah. really would have like i think sent everyone home with like a smile on their faces yeah like and just like a little bit of sadness of course because yeah. he's gone but at the same time it's like what a fun ride yeah what a fun ride but I agree. I look forward to the next episode. I like that I'm not looking into it. I don't know what the next one I is. I have no idea. So it's a nice little fun surprise when you turn on Disney Plus. It's like, what are we watching this yeah. week? Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, I watched another thing called What If. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is a rom com. Oh. Okay. With Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> oh, is this the one with um Adam Driver? Yep. You know, I I thought I was having a fever dream. Because I've seen this. <laughs> two different parts of this at different people's apartments and I, it feels like a fake movie that exists inside a tv show but tell me about it because i know little to nothing it looks like him be adam driver being in this looks like it should be a like a pre-taped sketch from snl of him being in a rom-com <laughs> like it doesn't seem real i agree um he seems to be having a very good time mm-hmm um, it's about Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe, is it Kazan? Kazan? I don't know how to say her last name. Mm-hmm. She's great. Uh, Adam Driver, Mackenzie Davis, who, she's the tall blonde in one of the new um, Terminator movies. That was oh, good. okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rafe Spall and a bunch of other people who you'll recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what year did this come out? Like 2015? Yes. Okay. Um, and basically just Harry Potter meets a cute girl with a boyfriend. Okay. And it's predictable but it's really fun and funny and they have great chemistry and like they um there's a lot of good fun banter and stuff between Mm -hmm. the two of them um like many of the rom-coms that i actually enjoy it's formulaic but they do a good job within the formula okay um and adam driver (laughs) plays his kind of wacky best friend and yeah, it was really fun. Actually, I really enjoyed it. It's such an interesting thing. It's like in 2015 when I think of their careers, like it feels yeah. like, okay, I guess this is a fine thing to do. But like, you know, you guys couldn't do this now. Like, it feels like this is like they've grown past. Oh yeah, something because not because they've grown past rom coms, but like this feels like a, a much smaller film, mm-hmm. just from like the premise alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see Adam Driver do a straight comedy. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I don't ever really see him in things like that. I, I didn't watch Logan Lucky, so maybe that's on oh, me. Oh, he's great in that too. Yeah, I he's such a phenomenal actor. I really enjoy watching him in things, and, and he's great at comedy too. As he from SNL. is my favorite SNL guest host of all time. His sketches, mm. he because he's an excellent actor and he fucking commits. Yeah, and it's so great. I. One of my, my favorite sketch of all time is with him. He's um, one of those people where it's like, you know, if you just like, I wonder what it would have been like if this were your dream, if you wanted to be on SNL. Mm. Like, how would that be a different world? Like, even his monologue for, I think, the second time he hosted was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's awesome. Um, he doesn't get to do a ton in this, but um, it was just a really sweet, cute, hit the spot rom com. Okay. Yeah, it feels like something that was from four years earlier than when it was made. It feels like a very... I 100% agree. Like a very 2011 movie. Like yes. Part of me wonders, like, was this like sitting on a shelf somewhere until someone said, like, ah, show the public yeah. this. But yeah, I, I... And what is his name again? What? The name of the movie? What If. What If. Again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Daniel Radcliffe is just a really sweet, charming funny like every man with piercing blue eyes he does have some piercing blue like because especially because he's not wearing glasses in this like we always see him like mm-hmm. sometimes they just kind of focus on his face and you're just like oh daniel <laughs> Stop. I, I i'm lost in them <laughs> um yeah if you are looking for a rom-com and you know i dislike most of them <laughs> I, I would uh strongly recommend it it was sweet okay all right. One other thing that I watched. Um, I watched the finale of The White Lotus. I have gotten many mixed reviews of people. A lot of people are watching it. Mm-hmm. Most people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. You're one of the only people who's like, yeah, about it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm still mad about it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's super mad. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it is this summer. Like, there's something in the air where, like, resort core horror is the soup du jour yes, of the summer. that is an excellent... I feel like, yeah, maybe for, like, the last couple of years, like, it's a thing. Like, old this nine perfect strangers are all a little similar to me. Was I don't know if this is nine perfect strangers, but, like... Uh, there's one 
where a bunch of people get dropped in an island and it's supposed to be like a fantasy fantasy island that oh, was the name of that. yeah like there's a lot of them now like it's it's such a weird uh premise i mean it's very specific yeah fantasy island's been around since like the the early 80s and like it got revived into like the movie from a couple years ago but let's just like why are we going back to this but regardless um it was who doesn't under- want to shoot in hawaii i guess so who doesn't want to shoot in hawaii uh, we know Rob Reiner does. <laughs> um, he'll shoot anywhere as long as he pays. Um, yeah, I thought the finale was super underwhelming. I thought the show was super underwhelming. Um, I, I think, um, you know, Mike White, who is the writer-director of the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he likes to do things where, you know, you're sitting in uncomfortability for a long time. No, I don't like that. And it's just for me I just want it to equal something it's like alright yes. we're, we're miring through all these uncomfortable earn feelings earn this yes. hashtag saving private Ryan and, and I'm fine with earning it but we didn't what did we earn yeah. we didn't get, I didn't get anything out of the family if I personally. eat a bunch of broccoli you better give me a, some fucking ice cream at let's the end let's get a steak at the end of this yeah. and I felt like I got nothing oh. delicious out of it if anything um, you know we're given a dead body at the beginning of the series mm-hmm. and by the end of it it's like oh that was a dead body that's how that body got to be a dead body okay like mm-hmm. it's super underwhelming in that respect and like it it's is it a limited series or is it a, a I have no idea because I have zero interest in watching this show maintain that interest um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll maintain that same uh, percentage which is zero it's really not worth your time everyone's kind of shady in it um, the people that you want to get something out of it kind of don't. Mm. Um, the one character that glommed on to, um, gosh, I forget the actor who plays him, but he's a son of Steve Zahn and, um, goodness, Connie Britton. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that was, like, the one positive light in, like, a sea of just, like, murky gray. It's like, oh, he just, he found his thing. and He found out the kind of person he thinks he wants to be. Mm. And it's like, pursue that, young man. <laughs> Go forward. And this seems positive and, like, it's not hurting you or anyone yeah, be a canoe rower. <laughs> that seems like a real catcher in the ride. Yeah, it seems like that's good for you. Like, yeah, like that's the only part of it that I kind of enjoyed. Every other part was just like, uh, this is varying degrees of messy and shitty. Gotcha. <laughs> and I'm not into it. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. Uh, White Lotus uh, on HBO Max. Zero apologies needed. <laughs> I found the trailer for Underwhelming. It's like, I'm not going to pursue this. Yeah, that's, again, maintain that interest. Again, during our weekend away, mm-hmm. I never would have, we watched this movie, but Megan had started it. So I was like, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> she rewound it. Um, I rewatched The Net. Oh, that's a big one. With Sandy B. Whenever I think of that, I always think of my uncle. He had a huge crush on Sandra Bullock. Like, oh, she's so pretty. it was just very adorable (laughs) but go on sandy b jeremy northam dennis miller Mm -hmm. you know that classic trio (laughs) i forgot dennis was a huge part of this movie yeah yeah yeah. Uh, he's like her best friend or something like that he's her former lover okay (laughs) um uh, imagine that couple It didn't make sense then. It doesn't make sense now. It was a real push. I don't understand what was happening. But it's fine. Um, Sandy is a computer programmer. And she gets sent this program. And turns out there's stuff in there she shouldn't have seen. 
It's a whole conspiracy. Her identity is stolen. There are people after her, and it's her trying to get her life back. So great. Like, it really was able to prey upon, like, the public's general lack of knowledge of what the internet was and, like, the dangers of it. It was also very prescient. Like, also, yeah. She, at one point, she has a speech of just, like, you don't understand, like, everything is on computers. Like, my entire life is on here. So if someone can access it, like... You're done. And I was like, oh, Sandy, <laughs> you speak the truth more like, than ever now. And it was this was a big movie. Like, I remember, like, it yeah. was like a year or two after Speed. It was like, it was a big it deal. Made, I can't remember. I just saw numbers quick. It made, it cost like, I think, like 20 something million mm-hmm. dollars or whatever. Half um, the price of North. <laughs> <laughs> and made, I think, over 100 million. Wow. So, like, it made and it was popular. Like I remember people being into it when we were kids. Mm-hmm. It was made in nineteen ninety five. Um, it was it was long. It felt long. At least. Yeah, it was a little bit of an epic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was you know it was exactly of that time. Mm-hmm. It held up surprisingly better based on whoever wrote it. Really kind of knew what computers were capable of. Hmm. It was oddly. Uh, prophetic yeah like a little bit aside from the floppy disks <laughs> uh, i was like oh boy but like the basic principles from then still stand now right mm-hmm. like you know computing has changed so far as like how close it is to our everyday lives mm-hmm. like not everyone mm-hmm. had like you know access to the internet in 95 Mm-mm. necessarily Mm-mm. but like with more people having it it was correct about many things in so far as just like your life is all on here um, this is all available for review by someone. And if someone seeks to attack that or, you know, like identity theft, which is like a consistent problem today, yep. like they can. <laughs> and there are guys who are in control of very large uh, computer-based corporations that maybe aren't the greatest. <laughs> we don't no. like that, Jason. No. Maybe they like to go to space. A billionaire has your, interests, your best interest in mind. That's all Ugh, they have. So that was... Uh, a weird little blast from the past. Okay. Um, that's it. I've been seeing a lot of it pop up on Netflix, mm. so I've got to dive back into it again. Like it's just—it's been on my mind. The net has been on my mind, and I feel like I need—I need to watch the net. It's never far from mine, Jason. <laughs> I like to watch the net and the game. I feel like that's a good double feature. What is the game? Uh, Michael Douglas. Um, I'm in. Where. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas is like you know me and Mikey from the past. I'm weirdly into it. I don't get it. I believe David Fincher is the director, um, and it's there's an organization that like, hey, we're gonna for your birthday, like you know your your brother or something like that could sign you for something called the game, mm-hmm. and it just feels like, oh, I've been framed for a murder, and now I have to like run from the cops, and at some point like the blending of that is like what's real and what isn't real like is like you're meeting someone like at a at a like just at a bus stop is this part of the game has the game started am i in the game right now like it's this psychological thriller of like psychological what his... larping yes yeah, psychological larping that's a good way to put it of just michael douglas trying to figure out like what is real am i in it is it over can I be done? Has I don't want to be- play this has game. Has it begun? Anymore. Why did Sean Penn, my brother, sign me up for this? <laughs> Damn it, Sean. Um, Stop hanging out with communists and like, get your shit together. Oh, God. Um, 
The other thing uh, that I watched, a series on Netflix that I think you'd be, I feel like I pulled to you. I feel this is something that was very much inspired by you. Um, Does it involve water or monsters? It involves history and Europe. Oh. Um, my other love. <laughs> uh, a show called The Defeated on Netflix. Interesting. Um, you know, it's tough. Taylor Kitsch sometimes can't catch a break. Oh, Taylor. But it stars him. Um, oh, no. And he is laying on a real thick uh, Brooklyn, New York accent. My enthusiasm for Michael Douglas mm-hmm. uh, is equaled by my lack of enthusiasm for Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> like, ooh. It's like, I, I'm out. I like him for how much he really does try. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> um, but it features uh, Taylor Kitsch, Michael C. Hall, uh, Logan Marshall Green, Nina Haas, and Tuppence Middleton. Say that last one again. Tuppence Middleton. Oh, a cup of tea just showed up <laughs> out of thin air. Please, someone get the horse and carriage. We're going to go see the vicar. Her name is a spell to transport you through time to Victorian England. Um, however, uh, the series, the main premise of the series is uh, Taylor Kitsch is a police officer um, working with the State Department sent to uh, post-war Berlin. Uh, to help set up uh, a police department in one of the so districts. So are we late 1940s? We are late 1940s, so okay. 1946. Um, however, he has an alternative motive. He's also there to find his brother, mm. who has gone missing um, following the war. Okay. Um, so and, he's, and he's American? He is American. His mother was born in Germany. Okay. And he is there to find his brother, set up this police department, and also solve a series of grisly crimes that have been happening. Oh you got a hat on a hat on a hat. <laughs> There's a lot happening like, here. I get the alternative motive of like, oh, I gotta find my brother, but no one knows about that, so I'm gonna do that brother, on my time. Was his brother a Nazi? No, his brother was uh, an American soldier who fought <laughs> oh, okay. uh, in the war. Gotcha. Um, but had gone missing. Like, okay. you know, like that nobody found, like, you know, he's like, my brother wouldn't die like that. Yeah. Like, he, if he went missing, like, I know he's out there. His brother's just stuck in a tree with a parachute. <laughs> he's just hanging there waiting for someone to find him. For four years. Yep, and just in a field <laughs> in France. Like, he's scared of heights. I know he's, ah, he's so <laughs> peeing himself up there. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it looks really good, one. Okay. Two, I feel like Jojo Rabbit got finished with the sets and someone ran, hey, whoa, 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 before you break that down. Before you break that down. Yeah, I'll give you 200 bucks if I can keep using this. Like you have to, you have to be paying anything. Just leave it up. Like I swear to God, we'll use we'll it. We'll get rid of it. Like we'll it... call junk luggers. <laughs> um, it does look look like a very good okay. set. It when looks... was this made? Um, this was made now. This is like new as of like two weeks ago. Oh, like twenty twenty one show. Good you, Taylor. Way to get that work. <laughs> is he American in real life? He's American. Yeah. Oh, good. We get to claim as him. <laughs> claim him as ours. <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was Australian. Nah, no, nah, he's a. Uh... Australian, not dusty Australian. Okay. Um, he, yeah, he's an American dude, and he's really trying with the accent. It's like, it's not bad. You know what, what is the accent he's trying? It's with? like 1940s New Yorker. Oh no. He sounds like a newsy. But oh no. He, weirdly enough, he's reminding me of Ike Barinholtz. Like that is not the energy <laughs> I expected him to come with. Also, I think I'd love to see Ike Barinholtz <laughs> in this role. It really is. I was like, I kind of wish Ike Barinholtz was his brother. Like, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, it, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I like the characters that are developing, like the mystery that's developing. Like Michael C. Hall is like his contact at the State Department. Um, Michael C. Hall is Dexter, right? Yes. Okay. 
um, I like the tension that's happening between like the Americans that are there versus like you know the Russians that are there versus the Brits that are there. It seems like a very far fetched plot, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> like, the plot is a little out there, but it feels like the actual like historical tensions of like rebuilding a city that's been utterly destroyed is really interesting. Okay. Um, and like this aggression of like, the Russians, like fuck these guys, like you know they killed our people. And Germans just being like, you got the Nazis. We're just people trying to rebuild our lives. Mm. So it's it's interesting to look at. Okay, lots of tensions. Lots there. of tensions. Lots of tensions. And it's a TV series. TV series. Um, I believe ten episodes on Netflix in its first season. Okay. Yeah. Are they all up there now? Um, they're all up there now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, worth a peek. I think you might be inter- more interested than you think. You like a detective series. You like. Things set I in do, but World I like, Wars. I like British accents. There are many British accents here, but you're not hearing them primarily. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you kind of lost me as soon as you said to me. <laughs> should have saved. Should have buried that leech. You buried that. You should have told lead. me all about the show. I'd be like, oh. And then you should have just whispered at the end. Ah, the main character is Taylor Kitsch. I'd be like, what? I'm like, can you say that again? Uh, you're gonna be rich. You're gonna be <laughs> just fine. Rich in Taylor Kitsch's. Like it is rich in mystery and intrigue. Okay. <laughs> um, I. We touched on it on the last episode, mm-hmm. but I'm all caught up with Reservation Dogs. Okay. And it's so I've also good. been watching. Yes. There are three episodes so far, I think. Um, three or four. Um, Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo are the creators. Um, it stars for their four main teens, Paulina Alexis, DeFaro Wunatai, Lane Factor and oh, I can't read my own handwriting. Kawenahe Devry Jacobs. It's both um, a name that I'm not used to, and also my handwriting is terrible. <laughs> so that's mostly just on me. Um, but it just focuses on four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma. And it is, I feel like it's classic Taika YTT in that. Uh, it is equal parts funny and heartbreaking, um, but it, you, like the characters are always very intriguing, and you really get attached to them. Um, I'm loving it. Okay. I mean, I've I've been watching as well. Uh, I love the setting. I love the look of the show too. Yes. Um, and I love that it's the stakes are small. Mm. You know that it is just about people and characters, and each episode does feel really different from each other. Oh, interesting. To me, at least. But it does feel like, you know, we're following the same characters through mm-hmm. these situations. Um, yeah, when they go to meet uh, the girl's uncle, like, yes. to me, this was the funniest episode so I far. agree. It was my favorite. It was definitely my favorite. <laughs> like, yeah. it definitely, like, uh, leaned more into, like, its ridiculous nature of, and like... I think it was... It finally kind of found its tone mm-hmm. a little bit with that one. For sure. Like... Yeah. It is certainly heartfelt, yeah. and it is also like it can be like ridiculously funny as yes. well. And it's in that third episode, I think you're right. Like it is a very good balance of mm-hmm. both of those things. Um, and yeah, like I'm I'm curious to see just where the season goes. I'm, I'm happy to like watch more of their adventures uh, on their reservation. Um, I and like the four main kids because I think they are pretty young. I didn't look at yeah. their ages, but like they're so good. And it seems very natural, and like they're not trying too hard, and like acting, acting like mm-hmm. they're kids, kind of being kids. Yeah. Um, and I don't, 
think we often see young people acting actually like young people and just kind of driving around aimlessly and like mm-hmm. looking for things to do um, and getting into a little bit of trouble, but generally being okay. And mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's different and I like it. Yeah. I am yeah. I'm excited to see what happens the rest of the season. It feels like I would, I personally would give this like a second season already. Oh, just I like, hope so. Like it's just fun. So, <coughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Nice. Anything um, else? The only other thing I watched um, was a movie called Paper Tigers. Um, it was a lot of fun. Why do I know the name? Um, it's a phrase that's used often for many things like hey this yeah, thing is that what is it about i feel like i um it's on netflix it is about uh three kung fu prod- prodigies who have grown up and have not lived up to their potential this is not the movie i thought it was <laughs> continue it's a an action comedy um starring uh, no one that we would know necessarily okay um alan Uwe, uh ron yuan and uh michael shannon uh jennings Jenkins, excuse me, oh, okay. um, and yeah, these are three students of their of a kung fu master who has recently passed away. Okay, uh, the movie starts off showing you like you know a home video of them like essentially like you know filming each other's like martial arts tournaments, uh, them in training, and like they're like you know from them being like aged about twelve to about age like nineteen twenty. Okay, and them like kind of like hey we're gonna like be professional fighters like you know we're gonna to go to japan for this tournament it's gonna to be great oh bless and then like the movie then flash forwards to like you know them being in like their late 40s like yeah things didn't turn out the way that that looked <laughs> oh so they're actually talking to the camera no they're oh, not okay. but like um it's like you know one's a, a, a single dad trying mm-hmm. to like raise his kid and like you know working with his like divorced wife mm-hmm. um like i'm just like uh, how do we do this how yeah. do we make this work one's like you know um he still fights, but, like, he is kind of washed up. Aww. Another one is, like, you know, uh, he has a bad knee, like, like has we all. gained a bunch of weight. And it's just like, yep. yeah, we, you know, what we, we were awesome when we were younger. Yeah, but we're not awesome anymore. <laughs> um, and it's kind of explained to them, like, well, your master died and it looks like a murder. And <gasps> you three are, like, you know, not responsible for this, but, like, you should try to work out who did this. Because it looks like he was murdered in a fight. <laughs> oh, no. And it's like... And it's potentially, it could be from another student. Like, but where is only students? Are you sure? And kind of them on this, like, murder mystery, but also, like, them, like, learning to, like, be friends again and and finding themselves and whatnot. So it's fun. The action is quite good. The choreography is, like, really good and fun. Um, Some of the writing bits are really funny, like, surprisingly so. Like, uh, there's, like, one exchange that said where he's, like, looking up their rival that they had as kids, like, grew up to become, like, you know, a martial arts master himself and, like, has really stayed true and strict to the code while, like, you know, they become, like, very, like, wandering yeah. and wayward. And he looks at them at the funeral, like, looks at two of them and is like, <laughs> like, what are you, sick? You gained so much weight. What are you, sick? You've lost so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> like, just back to back to, like, two different people. And it was just, like, very <laughs> funny and rapid. Um, and, like... It gets like that sometimes. Like where it's like it's very like lingering, and then like it'll be three minutes of like straight jokes that are really funny. That's it's awesome. like, oh, okay, this is it's ups and downs, but this is fine. Okay. Um, yeah, if you if you like martial arts and like non violent, there's no bone crackies, there's no like oh, bone nice. breaking or anything like that. It's just straight up fisticuffs, and okay. it's fun. It's worth the hour twenty minutes or whatever. It almost reminds me of just based on your description, a combo of Karate Kid. I guess more so Cobra Kai mm-hmm. and also um, the Simon Pegg 
movie where oh, all the, the gang know, gets back together. Oh, you know, good comparison. And they're all just like, a little, they didn't quite grow up to be yeah. what they thought they would be. And now yeah. they're going to go on this adventure together. That's a good way to put it. It's a little world's end meet yeah. like Cobra Kai. Like, it's, yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> cool. Um, I watched a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Because they just came out with photos, the first photos from this of the remake, I guess you'd call it, that they're doing, the live action remake, um, I started watching Cowboy Bebop. Oh, how interesting. Yes. I pulled a Jason. (laughs) Um, And it's so good. I am very surprised and pleased to hear this. Yeah. Like, first off. The music, the music is fucking awesome. All like, originally composed for the show. Yo, like the opening like theme song mm-hmm. is so good. It very much shut up and listen to me. This show yes. is starting. It's literally like three, two, one. Like, let's jam. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. And just like, yes. And it's the only like opening <laughs> title sequence that I actually just sit and watch it every time. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. It's words flying. Yeah. Like, you know, silhouettes slipping. Yes. It's like comic booky it's awesome mm-hmm. um and so i watched the first three episodes they're all on hulu i think yep. or at least most of them are i think um and they ha- they give you the choice of dubbed or sub mm-hmm. um and it's one of the only things where i actually prefer the dubbing the dub is fantastic steve bloom as spike is his gravelly like cool voice he's got a cool guy voice yeah and so i I didn't quite realize what it was at first, so I watched the first episode dubbed, and I was like, oh, I just wonder what it sounds like subbed, and I was like, oh, it sounds it's way less different. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, here we go, back to dubbed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the characters are interesting. How would you describe the plot of it? Um, three bounty hunters in space just trying to make some cash and scrape by. Perfect. Space is a big, wild place, and there are people that need to get caught. And it's an anime, mm-hmm. and it's, I said, it's like Star Wars meets Blade Runner meets Firefly. The Blade Runner aspect can't be overlooked. It's very Blade Runner-y, yeah. but like a brighter Blade Runner, if yes. possible. Yes, yes, yes. Not and Firefly is, is a good uh, oh, comparison, too. Totally. Um, and Spike is actually like a, not a good bounty hunter, at least per the first three yeah, episodes. Yeah, he sucks a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's super cool. I like the whistling, mm-hmm. um, and it looks great. But I was like, oh, Spike, you're not actually good at this. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, but it's really fun. I'm enjoying it very much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm excited for this movie now because um, John Cho looks so good. Yeah. Do I wish they would cast different Asian people? Because he's kind of seems like kind of a go-to these John days. John Cho shows up like at everything. Yeah, mm. a little bit, um, which I'm like star trek and like it's just very big things he's a part of Mm -hmm. um but it's really fun it's unlike anything i've seen before Mm -hmm. um because it's an adventure but it's also violent yeah and like not really for children but kind of for children like i don't like a 13 year old could watch yeah it's made for like tweens and up yeah basically um and because there's I think there's also like some swearing and maybe. Oh yeah, there's hell damn shits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like, it's like this weird rock and roll fucking space western. Mm-hmm. 
That is super duper fun. Yeah, the creator said, like, I like these two things. I like space. I like jazz. What if I slam them together? <laughs> and I never watched it when I when it was on and I had heard of it but I was like I don't know what this means what mm-hmm. does Cowboy Bebop mean when I was a kid so I was like I don't know um, but I texted my brother and I was like did you ever watch this he was like hell yeah I did yeah. I was oh, like alright 11.30 Saturday nights like Cowboy Bebop time oh, I was in bed I was <laughs> um, but yeah it was it's awesome and now it makes me look forward to the movie I'm very excited and happy that you're watching it um, mm, yeah. I can't wait for you to meet uh, the characters Ed and Ayn I think you're going to have a lot of fun with them. Ayn's the dog. Mm-hmm. I've met Ayn. Mm-hmm. The little corgi. Mm-hmm. So cute. Um, the girl just came into the picture. Faye. Yes. Okay. Um, she's super cool. And I like her ship. And she, so she has a ship that she could um, like kind of control remotely and it mm-hmm. showed up. And it, the look of the ship and what she's able to do with it reminded me of in thor ragnarok when valkyrie valkyrie yes she has her ship and she can control it remotely and it kind of has a general same outline Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i wonder if this is taken potentially yeah (laughs) most likely yeah um so it's awesome i'm really enjoying it it's so different that's great i finally like an anime that's great this is and it's also like one of the most celebrated and beloved anime so you're in good company of people that like this it's great um I also, I found a new um, comfort show mm-hmm. to watch, like, while I eat dinner alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, so I have been watching White Collar, but now it's getting a little stressful. Oh, my God. I found an interesting fact out this week about shows like White Collar. Oh, do tell. Um, so it was part of, like, USA's push of... Mm-hmm. We need shows, and it was called the Blue Sky Initiative, mm. where it's like we can have the main character just stand in front of a blue sky, and that's the show. They'll understand that this is the show, that this is what it's about. That's literally the opening credits. It's white collar. It's, uh, oh, God, um, private practice. Uh, not private practice. What the hell is that? Royal Pains. Oh, yeah, that wasn't very good. And uh, Suits. <laughs> yeah. All of them, I the main character it. in front of a blue sky, like, that is the ad. <laughs> and, like, that was a, a concerted push, like, this is what white men in front of blue sky. I never got into Suits. I watched the first episode, and the two main male characters, mm-hmm. they don't look similar, but they essentially do look similar because they're just, like, generally the same height white guys with brown hair Mm -hmm. one is just skinnier than the other and slightly younger and i was just like i can't do this i'd rather watch franklin and bash you know (laughs) for real and so white guy blindness just set in immediately Mm -hmm. and i was like nope i'm out and i would argue that matt bomer is the most charismatic uh leading men of all those shows that he listed (laughs) anyways i started watching i was like oh this is a new thing Leverage colon redemption. Is that straight to IMDb TV? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Which is Amazon Prime Junior, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watch it with ads. Okay. For free. The difference between this uh, version of Leverage and the old version, it's set in New Orleans, which is fun, and it has... Now, with 100% more, Noah Wiley. 
Wait, Noah Wiley is a part of the cast? Yes, he is. I know Jason. at least one person is going to be crazy excited about that. Noah Wiley's mom? <laughs> yes, Mrs. Wiley is going to be so excited. Wow, so he's joined the cast of Leverage Redemption. Yes. Colon Redemption. Because Timothy, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. who was leading the show before, there were rape allegations. What? I thought you were going to say something like, well, you know, he's older now, and he won't really be able to, like, you know, reprise a role in the same way. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm whispering it. Yeah. Uh, he was investigated, and there were no charges. Mm-hmm. They were eventually dropped, I guess. Um, I get it, but you so, don't want that associated with the show no. necessarily. Especially he, such a prestigious show like Leverage. Leverage. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, Noah Wiley... He's a charming little fella in this. And he seems to be having a good old time. He generally does in things that he does. Uh, he's he's fun in it. Remind me, um, was Leverage originally on TNT? Yes. He's got something on somebody at TNT. Is he married to Mrs. TNT? He might be. Because, yeah, he was in the librarian. He was in librarians and Falling Skies. And falling Skies, yeah. Uh, and they ran ER forever on TNT as well. Yo, they are just... They got a real boner for Noah Wiley. TNT over there. might stand for totally Noah time. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> he is woven into the DNA over there. Uh, I will do some searching on this because, like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, he's great. And, like, all of those shows have had multiple seasons. Yes. There were, like, three library movies, it's a TV show now. And there were like five seasons of Falling Skies. <laughs> I think they were happening concurrently. <laughs> I was going to say, I used to, I th- thought it was one show. <laughs> and then I was like, because I was like, surely there are not two Noah Wiley vehicles right now. There was, were two. There were two. <laughs> like, what? I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's great, but like. It's like. <laughs> It's one of those things, like, if I were to walk into, like, a gigantic, like, building and, like, someone told me, you know, no, Wiley owns this. It's like, probably. I wouldn't doubt you. Is <laughs> like, that Falling Skies he's money? <laughs> secretly a power player. He's nothing, swimming in librarian cheddar. <laughs> There's nothing that happens on TNT that he doesn't know about or controls. All right? I, yeah. It's... But I'm sorry. Interesting. Leverage. Colon Redemption. Oh, I mean, there's not much to say. <laughs> if we're going to be real. It's the same formula. It's totally fine. They also brought in a different, a young girl, not young girl, young woman to play um, the new like hacker thing. Okay. And she's super cute and fun and kind of brings like a little like new energy, which mm-hmm. is nice. Well, the show always seemed fun. Yeah, I'll always say that. Like um, Leverage always seemed fun. It was also one of those things like, I wish I watched this show and then like went on with my night. But um, as you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it for multiple seasons, but I never finished it. Okay, I, you know what? This reminds me of something else on IMDb TV. D, uh, IMB, D, IMDb TV. Good God, <laughs> what a way to say it. Anyway, I saw something on that streaming service that I did like as well, called Time Wasters. Um, it is about a uh, black jazz quartet for the modern day that mm-hmm. winds up traveling back in time. And they're like, this is awesome. We're going to make all the money. Oh, wait. Wait, what time? Period? We're in the 1920s in London. Like, well, ah. I mean, if you're black, there's no good time period yeah, to go Yeah, there's no to. good time period to go back to. I'm glad this show but, shows like, that. 
true. Like, that is always been something I've said. Like, if you're a person of color, like, there's no great time no. to travel to. No. And this show doesn't shy away from that. But it still manages to be very funny. 1920s London. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might, they'd be better off in 1920s France. It was a little more yeah, progressive. Yeah, but the show's made in London, so. Oh, it's a British show. <laughs> it's a British show, yeah. Oh, I'm listening. So, <laughs> it is very funny. They all have their inner squabbles in this quartet. Um, like, one of the first episodes, I believe, they go back in time, and, like, one guy's like, I need to just get back home. I need to get back to my real time. You guys are crazy for wanting to stay here. And, you know, it's time for them to perform. They're nervous the entire time, and they get up there and say, like, you know what? We're a jazz quartet, but tonight we're a trio. And, like, <laughs> the guy is, like, in the crowd, right, like, running back to the stage. like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> um, how old are these gentlemen? Um, there are three gentlemen, one lady. Um, oh. And they're all, like, in their, like, late 20s. Okay, so they're young. They, mm-hmm. Do they have families or are they unattached so it's like not a big deal they're unattached so it's not a big deal they're like lost in time in the 20s are they handsome uh there's some handsome chaps in this for sure i will check this out (laughs) before i check out the defeated or whatever Uh, sorry, Taylor. You're gonna uh, have to wait a little God, bit longer. I gotta call Taylor Kitchen for and just be like, "You were number two of your show." Oh, Taylor, I did. I couldn't sell it tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yep, yep. I know. Again, I know. Did you mention the Germany? I did mention the Germany. <laughs> did you mention the British accents? I did. I did. I did. But you didn't have one, so it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks you're Australian. She thinks you're Australian, dude. Like people keep thinking that. Like I know. I know. I know. We're working on it. All right. The team's working on it. <laughs> the PR team is just you. <laughs> It's you and cardboard cutouts of you. Oh, God. It's me. I work out of like the back of like a laundromat. Like, that's my office. <laughs> it's very, um, did you ever watch Extras? Yes. Yes. Like Stephen Merchant's character? Merchant. Yeah. You're Stephen Merchant's character in that. You're his agent. Um, oh, you're getting work, aren't you, Taylor? Isn't that enough? God damn it. <laughs> um... <laughs> But I will say, as much as I kind of make fun of Leverage colon Redemption, mm-hmm. I have been watching it for the last week or two during my lunch breaks, and then I finished episode eight and was like, next? Damn, they have eight episodes? Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, next? <laughs> and then there wasn't a next, and I, I said aloud, oh, no. <laughs> I really thought there was going to be like, 12 at least <laughs> i was sincerely disappointed just held them like popcorn just like because ah, like ow, they're not ow. stressful because mm-hmm. i'm also for white collar i'm a little more invested in these relationships i mean no problem there. and it's multiple seasons um and I, the, like the stakes feel higher whereas this i'm just like i'm not worried about any of you guys right the status quo is kind of returned at the end of every episode we're good. <laughs> hmm. It is great. <laughs> if you want to just turn your brain off and watch fun little heists. Turn your brain off, have some dinner, and watch some heists. The funny thing is, like, they're all back. And it's been a, it's been almost 10 years, I think, since that show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. My mind is being blown right now. I, be- I believe so. And, like... They have, like, their hitter, like, their muscle guy. Mm-hmm. And it's the same guy. So, like, he's getting up there a that, little bit, guys. That guy was on Angel. Mm-hmm. So he's as old as Dave Boreanaz. Like, I just always think of them as, like, similarly in similar circles. Yeah. Ugh. 
God. I just remember his name was Lindsay on that show. Oh, that's not great. It was his last name. But oh. he was a dick on that show. <laughs> and I just remember a dick with great hair. Like, it's good. Some, some bounce. Good mm-hmm. for him. He still is waving that hair around this. <laughs> so the original show was aired from 2008 to 2012. It's been almost oh, 10 years. It was only on for four years. It feels like much longer. That thing. It feels like there were at least five seasons. Um, He's 47 now. Okay. That's, that's about... I mean, he looks great. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Um, but it was just funny. Like, oh, no, we're still keeping the same muscle guy. I'm okay. sure that guy has a, a barbed wire tattoo around his bicep. Apparently, uh, he's in a band. That feels about right. Mm-hmm. So Christian Rock? Possibly. Possibly. You know what he is? Mm-hmm. Baby Jeremy Renner. Ah, Jeremy Renner was also on Angels. This is possible. <laughs> He's long-haired Jeremy Renner. Your boy's got some competition. I mean, <laughs> what are you against Jeremy Renner? Is it really competition? You know? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. We feel it. He feels it. Mm-hmm. Competition. Well, the competition will get hotter next year as Hawkeye premieres, you know, and we really have to determine what the best marvel show is oh it's gonna be a show it will be a show i mean i'm excited because i saw that Haley steinfeld's in it yeah she will be playing i believe uh, his protege in it i'm excited for that she's great mm-hmm. i really like her i'm sure um florence Pugh will be involved in it somehow <gasps> that'd be great mm-hmm. and uh, i guess jeremy will be there <laughs> everyone's very excited about the ladies in the show mm-hmm. all right and jeremy will be a supporting character <laughs> in a show mm-hmm. named after him um, the Taylor Kitsch of the Marvel Universe. He is. <laughs> he is. All right. And is just some, I have two fair, clients. <laughs> <laughs> the two goddamn clients that work my ass off for that. I mean, you really dropped the ball with that app. <laughs> you really dropped the ball. I'm surprised he keeps you around. Yeah, you, you gotta throw something against the wall and see what sticks, all right? You gotta spend money to make money. And we spent a lot of money. And I don't know how much money we're making. You made $17. <laughs> it only cost you 12000 to set up that app. Look, Rob Reiner might be advising me how to spend money. And maybe that's not the best person to talk to. I'm not sure. We have to make this app and do it in Hawaii? <laughs> Why, Rob? Why? Uh, do you have a timeshare there? Do you, do you have to be there at certain points in the year? <laughs> I'll still watch the show. <laughs> I'll check out Leverage. I'll check out Leverage. You don't have to. It's fine. It'd be fun. It's, it's pretty fun. I got to dip more into IMDb TV. I think they have a better offering than what I am considering. I, uh, well, because it's also like hooked into Amazon prime mm-hmm. video so it's just a weird it's like, of... it's like if you don't have prime but you have like fire stick or something like that like you can enjoy this free service oh gotcha and it's great that it's free it's great yeah, that, like, I appreciate introductory, it. that it's there and like even if and you can't pay for it which is interesting you'll just watch the same four commercials mm-hmm. repeatedly yes yes but it's a chance to get up and pee or get some water <laughs> it works out well, that's all I really have as far as things that I've watched. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got that's really worth watching, I think. Okay. Or worth talking about. I have one more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure I've talked about it before. I'm very excited. But <laughs> you shouldn't be. I'm wondering now. I rewatched 
and subsequently purchased because my um my version that was illegally downloaded over the internet was too fuzzy for me jason i needed better quality to see these faces visual elitist yes because when i'm looking at michael fassbender i need to see things what are we talking about here we watching it's one of my favorite things we got a period drama Mm -hmm. in england we're talking jane Eyre 2011 oh lord okay Listen. <laughs> Listen. I I was in a mood, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Where are my girls at?" I've watched Pride and Prejudice so many times now. Let's switch it up. Carrie jo- Joe Fuganaga does not disappoint. He doesn't. He's a he's a visual. Uh, he, he revels in visual splendor. And it, this is what that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dreary as fuck. Yeah. But. It's pretty great. <laughs> I like my Mia Wasikowska. <laughs> um, Jamie Bell. Uh, I wrote Judy Dench, and I was like, "Why doesn't this feel right?" And then I was like, "Dame, Dame, Dame Judy Dench." I'm so sorry, Dame Judy. Um, Sally Hawkins, Imogen Poots, best name ever. Mm-hmm. Aside from Tuppence Whistleblower, Tuppence Milton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it was interesting because I watched a trailer for it, um, and the trailer for it is significantly different than there's footage in there that is not in the final movie. Oh, I mean, that happens um, sometimes. But the trailer makes it look more like a horror film. Oh. There's some weird fantastical elements, like in the trailer, um, Michael Fassbender shows up, and he is... In, in the book, she kind of, like, hears him, and then in, like, this weird state of dreamy weirdness, uh, starts to kiss him, and in the trailer, his eyes are all black. Huh. It's, like, really creepy. Mm-hmm. It's not in the movie. So, Interesting. obviously, things things always show up in the trailers that aren't uh-huh. in the movies, but it was a completely different tone in the trailer, which was interesting. I wonder... I wonder if that was the original intent of the film and the things I've cut. Yeah. Because uh, Carrie Fukunaga loves to play with like these darker elements and mm. things. And his next project after that, I believe, was um, True Detective. Mm. And absolutely that plays with the line of like, you know, yeah, fanciful reality versus like hard truths and like... And yeah. horror and creepiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was then... Uh, reading i don't know why i was doing this jason i don't have a life i was reading comments the comment section for the trailer mm-hmm. and it made there was someone who wrote he was ugly in the book here we have this awesome hot magneto playing <laughs> rochester <laughs> and i thought that was amazing and it's true hot magneto yeah it's great i want to watch hot magneto fall in love also put his wife in an attic, but fall in love. <laughs> um, but I did watch it with a much more sympathetic eye uh, toward uh, Jane Eyre for like going back to this guy, hmm. even though he's a schmo to say the least. Like, well, if you grew up and everyone was really mean to you and hated you, and you didn't have any friends, and you were uncomfortable everywhere you lived, and you know nothing about the world really. Oh, a rich guy fell in love with you and he was really nice to you and noticed you? Yeah, of course I'm going to go back to him even if he <laughs> locked his wife in an attic. Jeez. Like, 
her life was really shitty. So yeah, she's going back to the only thing that was ever good. Fair. I get it. Fair enough, Jane. I, I support you. No judgment here. I'll judge Rochester, but I won't judge you. That's I can get that. I so I went in that. with a real feminist view. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly because, like, yeah, of course I'd go back to Fassbender. <laughs> Let's not play here, Jane. Um, but it was really good. And if uh, I think it's a great adaptation of the book. It's a great movie version. I would recommend it if uh, you're into it. It's a very 2011 cast. Um, yes. Certainly, like, makes me wonder, like, what happened to Jamie Bell? It was like, you got married and, like, that's it. I'm done acting. I feel like he pops up in stuff here and there. Turn. Turn. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. That Which was, was very beloved. Not great. I know nothing of it. I just know that people liked it. Was it not you, good? Again, you know I love a mm-hmm. war period thing, and he's a spy. I'm just like, great. It was so boring. Mm. I tried. I watched the first episode and was like, woof. Mm. And I was comforted by the fact that I heard Paul F. Tompkins talking about it and was also like, it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because um, I feel like they did a lot of advertising for it. I saw a lot of like, oh, yeah. Bus ad- ads. Subway for ads. It. Yeah. Like, it was everywhere. And it was not great. Through no fault of his own, but it was kind of boring. Okay. But nonetheless, he's great in Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre. <laughs> Jane Eyre. If you're looking for a romance, but you're not in a rom-com mood, I mean, to be honest, you don't get straight-up romances anymore. Like, Mm-mm. it's not something that's, like, you know, done very often. Because it usually airs on the side of, like, mel- melodrama when it's right, done often. Right. But... Yeah, a good-ass romance doesn't happen that often. Good gothic romance. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it looks so good. It's great. Okay. A lot of blues and grays in there. I mean, that's Carrie Fukunaga for you. You know? Who loves his darkness. Yeah. Will his Bond movie ever come out? Who knows? <laughs> Who yeah, knows? it's supposed to come out in October. They say that. They say a lot of things, you know? Uh... <laughs> Daniel Craig's going to be 84 before this goddamn movie comes out. Ugh, <laughs> oh, poor guy. He's Mr. Predata, and he's just hanging on. His <laughs> poor limbs, his knees, and his shoulders are fucked. Oh, God, God bless him. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> I salute you. The truest patriot in all of this. <laughs> well, that's all I got. That's, <laughs> that's all, I all got. you got. Thank you for listening. Yeah, reach out. Uh, look at the Instagram. Uh, and yeah. Oh, and our podcast. Yeah, on our podcast on Instagram. And you guys have a great time. Thank you. Bye.